This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. David Housel said it best, the whole of the Auburn experience. It encompasses so many different things, people's places, ideas, concepts, however you'd like to phrase that. But at its core, it is all about our sports, it is all about our culture, and it is all about our family. And because this podcast is all about the Auburn experience and that family, we need to bring in an Auburn family member to join me here for episode 21 of the Auburn Experience podcast with myself, your host, uh, Kyle Loomis, and my co-host, Mr. Austin Scott. Austin, welcome back to the show. War Eagle, Kyle. Thanks for having me back again. Uh, I'm still surprised every time you bring me back, so I, I appreciate being back on again, and, and one day maybe you won't feel that way, but I hope I was you good. do for many, many episodes. I was going to bring that up. I was like, you, you say thank you like it's it's not expected at this point. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. At this point, you're the only reason people come back because they're waiting to see <laughs> if you're going to drop the camera in your yes. lap again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what all the people want is is a mishap on the camera. You know, there are certain things about doing a podcast content, however you want to say it, where you work on something so hard. And you're like, oh, people are going to love this. And, and usually somebody appreciates it, right? But then it's right. just those things that you didn't even try. You didn't even mean to happen that just people love. And, and it's like, really, I mean, we just did, that was by happenstance. And uh, still yeah. to this day, that thing has legs. So thank you for that piece of gold, Austin. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I, I do get stopped and asked about it frequently still. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> my pleasure, Kyle, to help out the network any way I can. Hey, listen, you know, at least there was no physical or computer harm in, in the process of that. It was it was quite entertaining at the time, Absolutely. though. Uh, and that's the benefit of watching this live, which speaking of which, we should just address this for those of you that are watching what is technically kind of like a live stream right now of this, uh, but we're not actually there live with you. So we just want to say hello to all of those people that tune in every Sunday night at nine mm -hmm. Eastern time to watch live normally, but you're kind of doing this with the premiere part of the youtube thing it's all weird i'm not going to try to explain it here but as always we are thankful of those of you that are listening just from that format as well so we're going to get our stow stow our uh, show as i try to get together here tonight uh started as we like to do a little bit of auburn potpourri we've got two big topics we want to hit uh that uh, came throughout the week but just a little auburn potpourri uh, I, I don't really know where to go with this one what, what do you want to talk about outside of those two big topics austin yeah, and we could go a number of ways. Um, you know, something that we don't get too into the weeds with recruiting here, hardly ever. Um, but it's a big weekend for the, this first-year staff of Auburn football. Um, junior day, uh, their first kind of chance to meet and, and host and show off campus mm -hmm. to the 2024s. And I, truthfully, Kyle, I don't know a single soul of a name that's coming. And, uh, you know, that we're not even close to where I start to – care or look into that um but i'm always really fascinated by these kind of weekends and these days because it's for some it might be the very first time they're seeing city of auburn auburn university its campus uh and and they're the start to their auburn experience and and whether right. they end up coming here or not but it's the first time some of these guys will get in their family some of these guys and their families will get to fall in love with certain things about auburn or hopefully all of it so um, excited for the staff to kind of get that chance. It's kind of their first time to sh really, I mean, you know, they've been doing their homework and they have their, their right. points they want to hit, but 
their first time to really get to show these people around Auburn, um, you know, something to relate about for them is that, you know, it might, it's a lot of their first time, you know, being at Auburn um, in the last, what, four or five months or three months. And so mm-hmm. um, just excited, always excited when people get to experience Auburn for the first time. We've talked about that with Devin on here before um, and her Auburn experience back at coming to a game. Um, so it'll be cool. Yeah. It's really cool for outside of the in, aspect of who's coming and how many stars do they have and what, what positions of need are coming. There are kids that are going to be seniors this time next year in the hot time of making a decision. And this is where their con- conceptions and thoughts about Auburn really strengthen. And so I'm excited for them to get to experience a place that we love talking about so much. Well, and the interesting thing about this is there's like this renewed interest in this concept of a junior day because there really wasn't much of that, at least last year, if not the last two seasons, you know, not to take yeah. a shot at the last staff or anything like that, but that clearly wasn't as big of a hit as it seems to be this time. You know, I continue to remind folks that with a coaching change, there's always going to be a renewed interest. So not to down anyway, but there is some of that going on. So don't don't act like this is not some like oh they couldn't do this well yes there's some of that but that's also just because there's a newness there's a freshness i mean for crying out loud some of these kids are just coming to see this football facility absolutely they've seen people like me take pictures and share video of it out there all the other media members and just talking about raving about what's inside there most of y'all hadn't even got to see the things that i've seen outside of just some pictures and small snippets of video i mean i literally walked through that place and was like hey man Hey now, okay, this is pretty cool. Like the the I walked in and the first part of it was like, yeah, this is kind of what I expected to see, and I'm not like overly yeah. wowed yet. But as we continued to go through all the things and they talked about the things that you're not seeing in there, I can't imagine as a junior in high school who's just beginning to contemplate life outside. And I'm sure they're Absolutely. all thinking about it before them, but starting to really think about where I'm going to be how cool that is and how good a selling point that is. We've seen how good a selling point it is for like the transfer portal and bringing guys in. They took one step in there and they're like, okay, I can't, I can't miss out on this for my yeah. last season eligibility. This is really yeah, cool. No, absolutely. And I mean that like, we can talk about how awesome it is for a weight room and how cool it is for them to have extra practice facility, the buzz around it and to, for kids to talk about it and think it is the coolest place in the world to go hang out is what that place is built for. I know there's tons of money that was in it, but this kind of weekend and kids coming, it being the first, you know, step on the front porch of them experiencing Auburn is what it's for. Um, And so I I can't imagine what they're going to get to see and do uh, this weekend. So uh, looking forward to hearing kind of stories about that and, and seeing, social media reaction from from kids about that because i mean yeah like you said kyle we we've only seen so much and they're going to get to experience it and get to you know be on the indoor fields and take the pictures and sit in the chairs Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff so it's going to be cool experience for them well and you throw that in there with and i know it's not going to be as big of a day as it typically is national signing day because it technically already happened that's still so confusing I, I feel like people are like shut up about that Kyle you complained about that enough but I think a lot of people share my frustrations in the fact that early signing day is now actually signing day but anyway that's happening right after junior day weekends yeah. or whatever you want to phrase that and so that's kind of coincided with that switching gears just a little bit in our little potpourri segment we're starting to get some whiffs of 
baseball and softball season coming, you know, with the announcement of oh, yeah. practice schedule, practice starts a day. I actually, I, I think that's correct. Um, I softballs, I think been at it for a little bit. They usually start. It's always funny how softball starts like a week or two before baseball. And I feel like they should just coincide almost perfectly, but their, their seasons don't exactly, their games not played all exactly the same way, but we're finally starting to kind of get some of that spring feel in terms of those sports flavors that come out in that time that are more prevalent. You know, I mean, we're, we're heavy into basketball and we're going to talk about some of that here in just a little bit. But for me, that kind of whets my appetite to be back in Plainsman Park because I had a great time this past spring. Yes, going to the baseball and the softball games. But just being on campus during that time of year, there's not as much franticness uh, about uh, football or even trying to get to a basketball game or something. And it's important to be at these baseball and softball games, but there's just more of a, I'm here for the sports, yes, but I'm here for the whole thing, the whole experience. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, there's nothing like it. And we've known that about Plainsman Park for a long time. Um, you know, once re- once really considered one of the best, the best college baseball park in America. Um, and, and now it won't be this year, but some updates to come. They're going to continue to keep it at the, in the top tier. Um, but I'm with you. I can't wait to get back. But the schedule is always so weird to me. Um, I always think about I met some of my best friends some groomsmen in my wedding. Um, some still some guys I talk to regularly daily uh, at, in college, my second semester, my freshman year, and we all went to or we all met up at uh, we all knew each other through a, a church group me and, and we all met up at one of the the first weekend of the season in Plainsman Park and it was freezing cold. No, I'm, yes. It was just blistering cold and we were all you know like miserable, but. I, I can still to this day remember we were playing Binghamton from New York and there were some Binghamton parents in front of us and they had like, you know, some hoodies and a hat and a blanket and we're behind them. This is kind of, it's the first series of the season. Nobody's there. And so we're getting to sit wherever we want. We're sitting right. in someone's season ticket seats. Right. Um, but we're sitting behind this, these parents and they're all, they're just hearing us, us freshmen, chatter about the cold and they're like we're from Binghamton like we're on like a three two month road trip because our field is frozen like we can't play in our home field until we got to take this trip through the south just to be, be able to play baseball until we can get back home this is nothing and uh but I'll never forget that and I think about that when I realize that the season starts in February every year because I'm like that is not baseball weather or baseball season yet right but it makes me so appreciative when we start to get the sunshine and start to get the springtime. And then when you can go out there in shorts and t-shirt and sunglasses and enjoy some baseball at Plainsman Park and it's coming, it's coming soon. Yeah. And enjoy what you got left of the uh, left. We've still got plenty left of all the winter sports, but just, you know, starting to hear about practice starting and then starting to see their social media presence and marketing start kick up a little bit is really starting to kind of get me in that mood to do that, to go spend some weekends in Auburn uh, and and do all the things that you can do over a weekend. That's not as hectic as a football weekend with the things that you can go eat, experience and just chill for a yep. little bit and, and go to Plainsman Park or to, or to uh, more Jane B. Moore and spend some time there. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, Determination is essential in overcoming them. 
It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm going to save, I think, the basketball discussion. Because most people know this time of year we're going to be talking about some basketball stuff right now. And it's a little bit more frustrating now, so let's table that for a second. Let's talk about some good news. And this is something, the minute it happened this week, I, I think I texted you right away. I was like, well, there's our first topic for the for the show because absolutely yeah (laughs) this is something we all saw coming i think Uh, i think we all would have been shocked if this hadn't have been announced if it had been a different decision but obviously last season being stan white's the last uh, season before retiring as um they used to call it the color commentator and i think they're calling it football analyst now the second in command on the radio basically the right. person right alongside the voice of the auburn tigers now andy bircham has been for quite some time stan white who's been there been a mainstay over several different uh tenures there uh, through unfortunate cir- circumstances has been kind of the rock almost um has yeah. left and so that there's a sadness with that obviously the we've already but we've already dealt with that side of that we were just waiting for the replacement and i think a lot of people knew what was coming Jason Campbell being named the football analyst number two, right beside Andy Burcham in the booth, starting in the spring. Your thoughts on that announcement? Yeah, truthfully, and I think it's really more than anything, mainly because I hadn't thought about it all that much. I knew Stan was, you know, moving on, taking some, spending some time with family. Um, I really didn't hadn't thought about his replacement. I just thought it would kind of come naturally. I didn't think they'd do anything for the A day. I didn't think they'd. I thought it would just kind of happen. They'd maybe test someone out at A Day and like a Jason Campbell and then see what the kind of reaction was, how he did. Um, but like you said, when it was announced, I said, Oh yeah, that, that makes yeah, sense. Right. And that that's a great come fit. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, come on, who else are you gonna pick? And so um, yeah, I mean that's awesome for and Kyle, I think you tweeted it like to have Cadillac this past year be the interim head coach for Auburn football. And now Jason Campbell is stepping up to the number two spot in Auburn radio broadcast. Um, you know, it's, it makes me feel one, a little old to know that guys I, I watched and idolized and played. And now I'm like, Oh man, they're like taking like positions of like, I don't know, higher ups outside of just being my football players. Right. But it's really cool to see it be in that position. Um, and to still, you know, find just like we did with Caddy, find a new kind of adoration for them, and then yeah. them fill a new little special spot in our Auburn hearts. Um, and so it's so cool. It's going to be awesome. I think Jason and Andy will work really well together. And and we've heard Jason some already on the broadcast. Right. He's he's helped out with pregame shows, done a little sideline work with Ronnie. Um, I think that is an under. How do I want to say it? Undervalued. Sp- thing that people aren't talking about i think jason and ronnie are gonna get at each other and and make those broadcasts a little more humorous i think they're gonna poke at each other a good bit and so it's awesome it's gonna be so cool to see here jason campbell uh with andy (laughs) and uh, add a little new flair but well i saw so many people bring it up and they're so right that is a spot where auburn quarterback legends have have made it a mainstay yeah. to be in that number two spot and so he is a perfect successor and uh i can't wait i can't wait for that a day game i think that's gonna be fun 
Oh, there's two things there I want to hit on because one of you brought up, I loved your concept of you can just imagine maybe some of the fun that Jason and Ronnie can have with each other now that he's in that, that part of the role in the yeah. radio team. And, and Ronnie, as far as we know, is going to still maintain that being that sideline reporter. I, I can just imagine Jason be like, all right, we're going to go down the sideline to a guy who used to be able to run that fast. <laughs> just like, yeah. a, I'm not sure who can run faster anymore, Zach Etheridge or, or Ronnie Brown, but let's get a race out there and see what happens. Who can, <laughs> basically, it's the race to not see who can pull a hammy at this point. <laughs> uh, well, like I did so many times, I'm going to hand it off to Ronnie down here. Tell us what you're doing down there, Ronnie. I, I can see so many quips that they're going to come up with. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. The jokes just write themselves. I mean, they really Absolutely. do. Uh, I, I love that. I, I hope some of that camaraderie that I'm sure they still have to this day. It just, the, the whole concept of thinking back to, I, I remember for some of these games, watching Jason under center, Ronnie in the, in the backfield, where I, like, where in my old house we were sitting, like where my dad was sitting next yeah, to me or where right. my mom, what my mom was doing in another room. Cause she didn't watch the games with us. Cause she's technically a Bama fan. Um, so um i didn't say it's okay i I know i know we all have our problems we have to deal with we all find the light someday it's okay well i love her dearly she just she just can't find that light on that on that aspect anyway i mean just like the rest of us we're all going to meet jesus one day and have to atone for our sins i mean really what happens so it's now or never i mean really um I'm, i'm just imagining that part of it just like kyle watching jason campbell throw this ball would never have thought he's going to step into that role and yeah, do right. something like that like but the fact that they're all there to like caddy's here ronnie's here, yeah jason's here you know we, we've had other players come back zach's here uh you know marcus davis is back and i know he's not part of that era specifically but like mm-hmm. just the and i know folks i know that we're not exclusive to the concept of former players or however association they were with a their university previously coming back to do things but it just seems like it's different here and, it, and that's what we talk about with the Auburn experience and trying to really pinpoint what this is all about. This, this is like something the players want to come back to and be a part of. Like it, there's a, it's not that your life's incomplete with about, I hope it's not, but it, it, at the same time, there's something that's enhanced by being part of this still, even if you can't do it in the same role. Like I'll never be able to be, a, well, I guess I could pay some money and be a student somehow get in a master's program if i wanted to but <laughs> trust me auburn you already took enough money from me I, but i'll never be able to do that again but i can be involved in another way that's why i do this is why i do what i do so i can be part of it a, in a in a same but different way at, at, all at the same time so i love that concept of it that they're just back together on the field yeah. together it brings all the fields no, back 100 percent, and it's it's like you said it's not exclusive to auburn like we see this happen with other people but you know, we've all talked about how, okay, after he got fired, Chizik still came back. After he resigned slash got fired, Tuberville was back for a while. You know, that hasn't happened in a lot of while. Another is still coaching. I don't think one is ever coming back. Um, but the, the, <laughs> Too the fact that sold that house pretty quick. Uh, the oh, fact dang. That we just have so many kind of still stick around. It reminds me of just that adage of, you know, if you're outside of it, you really can't understand it. But once you're inside of it, it's really hard to explain to others. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just, it's special. There's no way about it. It's special that just a small little town with a campus that literally is the only thing here um, 
just encompasses so much and, and mm-hmm. that people want to come back and still be a part of everything that goes on here on a regular basis. Like that's a thing about this is, you know, Ronnie doesn't necessarily live here, spends a lot of time in Georgia and works in Georgia, but is back all the time Constantly. for his job and willing to do that. You know, yep. like that's, that's a drive and a commitment to do that, but it means that much to him. Um, and I, I, you know, I don't know where Jason lives or anything like that, but to want to take on that commitment and give back to Auburn in a way when he's certainly given plenty already mm-hmm. um, is, is really special. So it's, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. And, and the other little cool aspect around out this, like just the fact that that position has been held by quarterbacks at Auburn yeah. for the longest time. That's just, yeah. it, it makes sense. Is it kind of, it's the same concept when you heard Jason was announced. Okay. That makes sense. But it also exactly. kind of makes sense that a quarterback, because it's such a, so the cerebral, level that that position holds on the game and all that does there's no like i would i would argue probably linemen sometimes are even more cerebral than some of the other you know positions on the team but quarterback is in essence the de facto leader of the team and it would make sense that that position would hold kind of a to to explain what's going on in the field especially offensively and you know so jason's going to be able to do that stan white was able to do that charlie trotman was able to do that yes. pat sullivan was able to do yes. that i mean it just the history of the people that have sat in that seat is incredible and the fact that jason gets to be the next in that line it just said uh, i was trying to think how old i would have been at the time probably 12 13 to 16 year old kyle is just loving every minute of it yeah, and and I think it's obvious when you look at the posts or you look at the the quotes from Jason. He understands the magnitude of that role and the honor it is to be the next Auburn quarterback in that role. And it's never been said that it's an Auburn quarterback position, but like you said, from is. Pat to Charlie to Stan to Jason, uh, it's kind of become that. And so it it's special. Um, and I, I you know I think with Stan, I, it was hard for me to realize, but he's he's been through you know, Stan has been our steady, you know, for a while. He was with the late Jim Fife. He was with Rod. Uh, he's been with Andy these last couple of years. Um, and so I, I hope that for Jason, it's another 20 years, just like we have for Stan. Yep. Um, and then we're talking about, you know, some Auburn quarterback that probably hasn't even played it down yet. We'll, we'll take over for, for Jason by then. Oh man. Just, that's just making me feel even older. So thank you for that. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To be frank with everybody, we are recording this a few days earlier than we normally do just because of my personal schedule. Um, and so we don't have the benefit of discussing what's going to be really fun. And regardless of how the team's going, I love the SEC Big 12 Challenge that's ending this year. And I'm, I'm sad about that, but I'm also excited for something new uh, when, when it comes to those Me type too. of showcase things. But And the Big 12 is showing itself to be you know, very good this year too. So maybe it's a nice break from that. And the ACC seems to be struggling in some areas. So maybe it's a good time to switch over, but um, we can at least talk about the cycle that uh, Auburn fans are going through this season with this basketball team, the men's basketball team specifically. And um, 
I won't call it an up and down nature yet. This is not the football team that's winning one, dropping one, winning one, dropping one, or, you know, that kind of thing, or dropping five and then winning one. Like, this is the basketball team that is having a little bit of adversity, responding every single time, and then having another kind of disappointment, and then responding again. And it just seems like, I don't know, maybe I'm being too critical. I'll admit that. But I just feel like our fan base has gotten a little bit not used to adversity. Am I being a little bit hypercritical of that? You can be honest with me if you think I'm being that way. No, I mean, I I get where kind of both sides are at. Um, I think that a lot of the criticism comes from this year comes from we it looks like there's just a pattern with the losses and when when there's excellent guard play on the other side we can't really seem to do much about it i think that's a seeing something that's not really been corrected yet while still halfway through the season is is frustrating the fans at the same time and you know just like football I think people get a little bit too obsessed with what's going on on the other side of the state when you just need to worry about what's at home for now. I didn't even think about that. Thank you for bringing that up. That, that is exactly what's going on here, Austin. That's 100%. Oh, my God. Not 100%. A lot of it. That, that's 90% of what's going on here. A lot of people are obsessed with what's going on. And and look, it, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be mad about it. It stinks. I really wish that they weren't having a great year, but they are. Let's also remember – Last January, Auburn team looked like they were going 40 wins and taxi to the uh, almost said state championship, national championship. So it's still oh, very, we did we, we did all, we did the state championship it. technically. <laughs> we did it. All, let's just it all flames out at some point. So like let's just they they might not. I'm not saying they will, but let's just still a lot of basketball to play. However, on the other side, I think you do bring up a point that you know. There were, and I'm not saying we always need to be thankful for Bruce and be thankful for that we're not with Tony Barbie anymore, but <laughs> that there is the, look at the progress and trust the process to right. say Bruce has proven time and time again he knows what he's doing. He's going to figure out that doesn't mean he's infallible, and that doesn't mean right. that his teams are always going to be well. Now you've gotten the Final Four, we should be every year. Well, that's, that's not sports. Why would you want to keep? watch it's not reality are guaranteed what happens every time right. so just everybody calm down it's okay we're gonna be get through yeah. it it was a tough game and let's just like give credit to texas a&m yeah. had an incredible game plan I had the honor and privilege of being able to go to the game and buzz williams coached an amazing coach. clinic on defense he is an incredible coach i don't know why he still wears a three-piece suit it let's just <laughs> it's time to get over that it's nobody, a lot of man to fit in that three-piece suit Nobody thinks you're special. And every one of them on the coaching staff looked like they were preachers out there. Like, no, we don't need that. It's 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 That's not where I thought you'd go tonight. Bruce is in sneakers and a polo and, and that and look, if he was sweating, I know you're sweating. So just we don't need to be wearing all that anymore. But that's not hamper though. his coaching style at all. Let's be honest though. I mean, I love you, Bruce Pro, but that man sweats like no nobody else. I mean, nobody's so. business. I mean, that man when the trend started, no one was happier when the trend of no more suits started. Bruce was like, absolutely, I'm out of there. Oh, I would. I've the dry cleaner see. bill for that man. I can't imagine. Oh yeah, but I do miss seeing him like whip that that jacket off and throw it to the seat sometimes with that Bruce <laughs> yeah. Pearl way he does. But yeah, I mean, obviously that's a it's a 
art that or not an art but a style that's going by the wayside and he's obviously saying you know what i'm gonna maintain that and then some so whether you want to give him compliments on his style of attire for basketball games or his coaching they did a great thing we did lose to a a good team i think and a team that's going to be there right at the end as as it looks right now um so we took one on the chin Everybody just everybody relax a little bit. And I agree with you. I think there's two sides of that coin. You don't need to like be so, oh, Bruce, you can do no wrong. And he doesn't mm-hmm. think that way either. He's very honest guy when he's dropped the ball on some things. And, and I, I think that is a good point that you brought up about a pattern that has not been corrected yet. But what I continue to argue with folks is, and what I started this segment with discussing, is that, the, yes, there is a pattern. But every time the pattern has come back, the other pattern continues with it of response. Now, you may say, mm-hmm. well, we didn't face a big guard in that time or a guard that just went off or just had you know, one of his best games of the season. Sure, that that part of the pattern may not have maintained, but we still responded. And on the road, too. I mean, this yeah. SEC league this season for the men's side is very hard to get a win in no matter where you go. I mean you could South Carolina's is struggling hard Georgia's kind of up and down you know there's some other teams that probably aren't where they need to be right now but it's not easy to go anywhere in the SEC right now I'm not going to sit here and say we're the best conference in the league this year we're up there but it's it's difficult to get wins and it's and you're gonna have a few more bumps and bruises folks and that doesn't mean that the season's over with so that, it just annoys me because I, I I get on my high horse I think because I I lived I, I didn't just watch the Tony Barbie era. I lived it, man. <laughs> I lived it. I was there for some of that. I, I know I know personal stories about some things from that program that just make me thankful that I did not follow my aspirations to continue my college career af- outside of AUM. So I was like, I dreamed of playing for Auburn basketball. But I was like, you know what? I can't hang with that level of player and probably for a good reason because I didn't, I would have been coached by tony barbie and and that's not me saying that i i would have had any chance making the team folks but you know, i mean I, I i had aspirations for that but man uh it is it's gonna be a wild the rest of the season though and I, i'm excited still to watch because i think there's a lot left on the table one good side to all this let's flip this over just a little bit uh yeah the men at this moment we're not super happy with them we'll see how the west virginia go the women though are on a little bit of a hot streak uh they went through a gauntlet the gauntlet of the sec yeah whether it's don staley everybody else in the sec who's just at the top they played them and they just got beat up and they finally have gotten to where they seem to be talent wise amongst the sec and they're showing what they showed a lot during a non-conference play two sec wins in a row um one yeah one on the road I, i mean I'm not saying that this is the corner being turned here for this season, but it, it's like what I was trying to say with the the men. There's patterns that I saw established early that are starting to kind of prove to be true, and it just wasn't just a fluke. So, again, not trying to jinx them. We did that with volleyball, but you know, I'm I'm just very excited for the women's team. Yeah, I, and you said it, and it like in the SEC, we know this as the it's the greatest fan bases in the country the environment's the best in the country. So men's, women's, football, baseball, softball, volleyball, it's the, it's hard to win on the road. In women's basketball, it's no different. One of those wins was at home. A really good Ole Miss team who had one conference loss, one, yes, one conference loss comes in, 
Auburn takes them to overtime, ends up pulling out a win. Big win for the program, big win for the atmosphere. Yep. Go on the road to Kentucky, a Kentucky team who in the past has done well, struggling this year. Still, you go on the road to Kentucky, a place where they basketball and, and get out and pull out a win. Um, like you said, after getting just whacked every which way by South Carolina, whacked every which way by LSU, uh, found a way to rebound and, and get on a little momentum streak here and get to win, get some wins. So uh, I really hope I'm – not, I'm not sure who they have this weekend. I really hope that that is a way that they can kind of carry that into and get mm-hmm. some positive momentum for Johnny Harris um, and this staff because I re- just really like this team. I really like the way the coaching staff is, is putting it together. Um, and I think that there's potential there. Uh, I just I just hope that they yeah. they can keep pushing it and pulling it all together in one way. Well, the great thing is they gave themselves such a great start in non-conference play. Now they they've got to do a little bit more in yeah. SEC to in, ensure hopes for something a little bit more outside the regular season. But what I like is the way the teams play and the confidence that they're seeming to play with. And we've seen them already take down mighty teams before in their first season, like Tennessee. So what we could have happening here is maybe a men's team that is maybe going to start figuring out what keeps be ailing it. And a women's team that is finding its stride, even if it doesn't continue winning every single game or every other game or whatever, but starts winning more than they have been in SEC play. We could have a really fun February, early March before things get really interesting here. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited. I, I, I love the sport of basketball. I love talking about it. And, to me, when the men and the women are both doing good, that's like the sweet spot for me. I'll appreciate. Yeah, I've been through times where it was just the women. All, that's all they were doing, and I, I saw the you know the curtains pulled up in beardies for just to fill more seats because we couldn't we didn't have enough room for that. I've seen the men be the only thing that was relevant. I'm ready for them to come together again. So I, I'm rooting for Coach Harris. I'm rooting for this team. And I'm rooting for Bruce, too, to kind of figure out what's alien them because I want me some March Madness, but in the good way for Auburn basketball. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And it's special when the Auburn people can get behind both at the same time uh, and both are clicking. And uh, both with, with, you know, programs that have had that success in the past and and just looking for it to be at the same time. So hopefully that's coming soon. That there's a topic I want us to do when we have some of those slow days in the future when there's not a lot of sports going on that I want to tackle in terms of how we we help the programs that maybe don't get as much attendance and stuff that I think it's a little bit controversial, but I think we'll have fun discussing it. So we'll save that, save that, table it for another day. But we will also table this episode for uh, this time around, episode 21, if I don't have my numbering wrong. And uh, we appreciate you guys being patient that weren't able to watch this live, but or you, how you're technically watching live, but we're not there again, as I reiterated. For those of you that are listening on the podcast, we'll be back on our regular schedule of doing our live recordings nine Eastern time on Sunday nights when we get when I get back from a little R and R, uh, and we're excited to continue talking about the experience, sports, our culture, family, and otherwise. And we appreciate you guys being here. You can find me on Twitter at Kyle Loomis twenty four. Where can they find you, Austin? Austin G. Scott, let's hit me up. And uh, he promises that he won't, uh, well, I I should say we promise that we won't give you a hard time on social media anymore about all the the video stuff, but I probably will at some point. (laughs) No, no promises. I'm okay with that. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening today or watching however you got here. We appreciate you. 
And uh, until we talk to you again, War Eagle. War Eagle.